Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Hello, Jason. Kia ora, Stephanie Moore. Stephanie Moore of Newtown Festival's Coffee Supreme slash Radioactive stage. Hello. Yes, I was on that stage. So. Yes, that's me. That's me, the same Stephanie Moore. I messaged Steph in the morning and was like, girl, this is like the ultimate step to clocking Wellington. This is very true. I like, definitely... What, what next? I mean, let's talk about this first, but like I seriously am like, what more could you do to be like, Wellington, I'm here, and I like Parliament. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, government roles. Oh God, the thought of that. Um, love the government workers. Just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> just you do it. <laughs> yeah, you guys do it. You guys do it. It was such a good day. It was so fun. Newtown Festival is back. Feels like Wellington's kind of clicking into place again. Mm. It like got a little bit rainy towards the end. In fact, a lot rainy, um, which was a real shame because it. I mean, I left early, which that's history, you know. Um, yeah. But it was also kind of good because it meant that I wasn't like out all night. But I didn't like. I was kind of planning like a in real person meet cute with like some cute guy. That didn't That you'd seen? No, I wanted to meet someone in the wild. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was had a mission. Um, So that didn't happen. But I had a great day. I got to meet some really cool people and witness some cool stuff, I guess. It's very vague. Did you have a highlight of your day? Um, ooh, highlight of the day... Do you know who were great? The Waratahs. Tell me. I know nothing about the Waratahs. The Waratahs. I've been a band for over 30 years. I guess I probably only know them because of my dad. Like, they're kind of like... I was saying to a friend, like, that. that is who, like, our dads who play guitar together wish they were. But yeah, it was really fun, and trying to think the one thing was that i said that um the coffee was free on the loud microphone not realizing that well i actually never intended to say go and get a free coffee but it came out of my mouth because i was getting so excited obviously my most highlight was introducing my friend's band mystery waitress they were great um wait what happened with free coffee gate well then i like that was before mystery waitress and i was like yeah, then I like went out to the crowd to have a little boogie, and my friends are like, "You just said the coffee was free." I was like, "Ah, oh, did I? No, I didn't say it was free, did I?" And then they were like, "Yeah, you did." I was like, "Oh shit! Oh well, it would have driven people towards them, and then they would have just bought it anyway." 
Hopefully. So like, oh, sorry, the free coffee's already gone, but you're welcome to pay for a coffee. Yeah, but it was honestly unintentional. But hey. And how was Lord 2.0? Oh, Lord 2.0 was inspiring. I do need to, like, no shade towards Lord 1.0, but Lord 2.0 was incredible. Like... Mm -hmm. The, the whole outdoor setting was amazing. She was, like, honestly, just a real, real superstar. The whole show was incredible. She had extra songs, extra costume changes. Amazing. Marlon Williams sung Stoned at the Nail Salon in Tadeo with her, and it was one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. It was so, so awesome. Wow. So did he open for her as well? Yes. So um, Ricky Reed, Phaser Days, Marlon Williams, and then Lord. Crazy. Yeah. It was just a whole big music festival, really. Yeah, that's epic. How is Harry Fever? Harry Fever is wild here. Yeah, I bet. Well, because like 40,000 people are going, right? Yeah, I was just thinking about that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Just think about the screaming. Like That's the whole of Timaru. (laughs) It's the whole of Timaru is going. Like, (laughs) oh my goodness. Who's running the tank down there? Does Timaru have a tank? No, not in the middle. Yeah, there is a tank. There is. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's probably a few. It's high. He is hep. He is here right now. I'm like Harry. Like level with us. Just, just tell us that you've done the census. Like that's what everyone wants to know. Well, my thing is like, what would he even say? Like he would say he's a performing artist. Like I just did it. Yes. Um, but I guess the form for if you don't live in New Zealand but you're here would be different. It would be like, why like, are you here? What are you up to? But where does he even get the form from? Like, from the hotel? Like, yes, they've dropped. Like, heaps of forms? Yes. I heard the, like, Stats NZ, like, chief so-and-so on RNZ this morning. And he had said, well, actually, I got to say, so we didn't have one of the forms until last night when a lovely gentleman uh, knocked on our door and he dropped off a form for us. Oh, did he know that you didn't have them? Well, I think he was just going door knocking. And I wonder, did you have someone knock on your door? No, not that I know of. Oh, okay. Well, to be honest, it was a letdown. Like I just did it and I feel like... Uh, the nostalgia of it was more fun in my mind than doing it. But were you the first one in your flat to do it, or had someone else already done it? No, I did it, so I had to so, set up the flat. I know. I just went to do it, and I had to set up the flat too. So I just didn't do it. I'm also like wondering because one of our flatmates is doing the Te Araroa walk right now, so that's like walking the length of the South Island, and he's like in and out of reception. And I put, like, that he lives here, but he's not here right now. And then I'm like, if he doesn't end up doing it, am I going to have gotten him in trouble by putting him on there in the first place? Mm, Well, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to do it in 
memoriam. Can you do it retrospectively? Because today, so this is the thing, Corin Dan was like saying to Mr. Stats NZ, like, hey, what's with you like charging people and like prosecuting people for not doing it? And his answer was so wishy-washy. He was just like, well, yeah, you know, some people we just tell off, essentially. It's like, I don't get it. Scaremongering. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Wait, that led me to think of something. No. What was your favourite question on the stats? Actually, on the household dwelling one, how it was like, do you have heat? Is there mould bigger than an A4 size of paper? Like, that was kind of confronting. I was like, fuck. Like, imagine saying, like no, I have no heat. Yes, there's moulds everywhere. Like, that's fucking horrible. I think that that is going to be quite prominent in the yes boxes. Like, how many Mm. flats have you walked into and you look up in the bathroom especially and there's just mould all over the roof? And the roofs are high. Like, it's hard to get to as well. Heaps, heaps. You're right. Yeah, that will be very interesting. And then we'll get to talk about houses for another year leading up to the election, and it will be so interesting. I know. A woman came into work the other day, and she was like, yeah, my children are buying a house at the moment, but we're just watching the house prices fall. It's amazing, darling. I was like, wow. (laughs) At least they're falling, but not everyone would say that that's a good thing. Not everyone would say that that's a good thing. You're right. I have just, like, really been manifesting. So right at the start of this year, I wrote myself a manifesto, I guess. I saw on TikTok that um, a great way to start the year is to write yourself a, like, couple of pages speaking as your future self, like of all the things that you've done throughout the year. And then like just putting it away, you don't need to like read it back like every week or whatever like that. But one of the things I wrote on it was that I really want to live uh, in a flat by myself eventually. So I'm always just looking on trade me to see how much Mm. a flat would cost. (sighs) It's a lot. It is a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I actually, someone sent me a flat this week being like, oh, would you want this? It's a one bedroom, 360 a week. And it was like literally everything in one room. I was like, no, I wouldn't want that. It was lovely of them to send it to me, but I did want to have like a little moment um, to recognize the wonderful life of Georgina Beyer who passed away this week at 65, which is kind of shocking. Um, And for those who don't know, Georgina Beyer was New Zealand's first trans, well, sorry, the world's first Mm. transgender mayor and MP. And she was just such a staple in lo- in life. Like, my flatmate even said last night, like, he was kind of half-joking, but he was like, I kind of thought she was still, like, a sitting MP. Like, she's just so familiar and synonymous with yeah. New Zealand politics. And I'm so glad. And she could- changed the way that New Zealand is. Like, thanks to her, we have civil unions, you mm-hmm. know? That was the start of that conversation. And... um prostitution is legal because she had like lived experience in these um 
areas instead of just other people championing for uh, things that they don't know about or, like, not championing for them. Yeah, 100%. And, like, she, yeah, she was a, I think she was a drag queen, a sex worker in Wellington, and then she moved to Carterton and became the mayor. Like, that's in the 90s. or Yeah. In the 90s or 80s. Like, that's insane. And wow. it's because she was so infectious and just so wonderful. So, And I got to see her speak at something now that I can't even remember. It was maybe like the opening gala for Wellington Pride either last year or the year before. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe she's here. Like, oh, that's so cool. So I'm really glad. And I got to see that. And I'm sad that we don't have her around us anymore. Yeah. Mm. And she didn't want a funeral, but there will be a memorial at a later unannounced date. Um, Nice. So, yeah. I mean, go out and learn about her. I'm learning so much about her with um, all the TikToks and, uh, like, articles that are being posted about her. She was really an incredible woman, and she should be put on a note. Oh, my God. Yes, that would be iconic. I feel like she was on Dancing with the Stars at one point. Wow. Wow. Um, Do you have a first sip? I do have a first sip. So... This is something that hasn't happened yet, but I would love if people uh, supported. So there is a gig happening at Big Fan on the March the 18th that I'm going to. It's called Exponential, and it's a showcase of female artists and producers. It features three women, Lavina, Isla Noon, and Keely Shade. I would love for more people to go and support Isla Noon especially, her song Need to Go Home needs to be on your playlist right now. If you have not listened to it, go to your Spotify, go to your Apple Music and click save because that will be your new hit for the week. It is so good. I heard it playing in KFC the other day and I was like, God, this song is good. And then I was like, oh my God, it's Isla Noon playing in KFC. Slay. I wasn't buying chicken, just so you know. I what was just were you buying? Friend. Nothing. Oh. What was Nathan buying? Chicken. <laughs> was it Nathan? <laughs> yeah. <it was>. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love so, that. So, yeah, the big fan, 18th of March. Tickets are available from Under the Radar. I currently have one ticket, and if you want to go, send me a message because I'd love to boogie with you guys. Slay. Do um, you have a first sip for us? Yes, my first sip is, I haven't talked about Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard in a while, because to be fair, I've kind of been dipping in and out um, of his podcast and only really listening to the ones, the people that grab me, and when I woke up, actually to be fair, his episodes get released on like a Monday night, so when I went to bed and saw that Shania Twain being interviewed had popped up. I was like, hell yes. And because I was in my um, Mel Robbins getting up early era, I was like, yes, I can listen to this. So I had a delightful morning, like walking around the house, getting ready, making eggs on toast, listening to Shania and Dax. And it kind of, it was cool because um, I've 
obviously seen the documentary um, and they got into more stuff around her family life and it was like interesting to hear more and and why she oh so much he went they kind of went in on um, like the affair and yes. all that kind of stuff um, and her marriage now and her Lyme disease it was just really great um, yeah it was just such an open flow conversation and he was like yeah I totally didn't expect it to be that amazing like I'm so glad so I would highly recommend that from um, the interviews I've watched with Shania recently she is truly in a stage where she's just like I am just doing this because I want to be doing it I'm yeah. not doing this for the fans I'm not doing this for the A&R team I'm not doing this for my record label I'm here at this age slaying because i want to mm, yeah and it feels like that yeah it's so cool it's cool to hear more about her meeting her husband like back and when they started writing together and all of that and how he was like this big amazing person and she had no idea really how much he'd worked on and how successful he was so that was really cool wow um, do you have a life of the party or? Yes, I actually do. So I have been listening to on Apple. I've talked about this before, but there is an option to download Apple fitness, which is a fitness app that, um, has a lot of different fitness options, videos of people, kickboxing, uh, Pilates, whatever. So basically I have been, there is this part that is called, um, walk with me, which is a basically a podcast where different celebrities go on a walk and they just talk about their lives and they also um, play a couple of their favorite songs during it. But Ooh. I listened to Jamie Lee Curtis oh my because she's having like a full moment right now. She just won the SAG award, I think. Yeah, um, for her work on everything everywhere all at once i assume Mm -hmm. which i still haven't seen but i've got plans to watch it i know i was supposed to triangle of sadness by the way no should i yeah okay good is it is it um adjacent to my self-help era probably not but um it's very it's like a comment on society um but it came out at the film festival last year and it's now back in cinemas at the moment. Okay. Watch. But also you can watch it otherwise. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I listened to this, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis go for a walk and she was talking about her marriage and she literally looked at her husband on the cover of a magazine, pointed at him and said, dear friend, I want to marry this guy. Just randomly, and then because she was like Nepo baby vibes, which is hilarious that she's getting on that train. She <laughs> she's, got the chance to meet him. Her words, yeah. Because so when in her speech at I must have been the SAG Awards, oh. she said Nepo baby maybe like three different times. Like oh, she man. knows, <laughs> yeah. But um, so that was just crazy. She's just like very eccentric as a woman. As a human. And Mm. she talked about Princess Diana quite a lot and how Princess Diana had like a really um, big impact on her life because one time she got to meet Princess Diana and then um, Princess Diana's passing 
really impacted her. Wow. And yeah, and her through that she asked herself like a lot of questions about like if she was creating a life where she was like giving love and giving support to people. And anyway, she decided to devote part of her life to charity. And she just said one thing where she was like, if you can give one day of your life a month to a charitable organization, like that's great. And I'm someone who's never done like charity work, except maybe during the Christchurch earthquake or like, donating money or you know like i'm not someone who's ever gone pick out of my way pick up and pack out yeah fully but it like really inspired me to be like you know what you can just do one one day a month you can wow, just like start somewhere yeah to do to like pay it forward and do something that's like like helping the world so, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to talk about Jamie Lee Curtis and that podcast just inspiring me to, like, try and, like, find something to do that's charitable. And cool. And I, I hope, yeah. Um, I've got Anyone something you can do. Anyone to do the same. Yes, go. So um, I've been working with an organization at, through work called Koha Apparel. I don't know if you've seen their shop around called Saturdays. In Auckland, no, I haven't. basically they collect clothing and give clothing to vulnerable communities to add value to their life. Blah blah blah, it's amazing. Um, and they do pop up shops, and they're always looking for volunteers to like go work the pop up shops. Gotcha, cool. I will get in touch with them for sure. I got in touch. There's an organization called Music Helps, mm. which is. Um, for musicians who actually um, put me in touch with like a therapist who I've been seeing a couple of times. And so I messaged them and was just like, Hey, could you put me in touch with anyone that like I could potentially help or could I help you or do you know? So cool. Yeah. The more organizations, the better, but that sounds great. I have retail experience. Absolutely. And that, that really cool. Um, I would love to do the same. I would. I need yes. to. The thing is that this actually goes... Oh, wait. We'll talk about your life of the party first. My life of the party is quite thorough. Great. So this is not fun content, but it's a life of the party because I have not been able... I mean, this is kind of a hyperbole, but what's new? I have not been able to think of anything else in the last 96 to 98 hours apart from the scandal that has swept the Bravo viewership. And I know that not everyone will know who these people are, but I think that it is imperative that people know about this. So that's why it's a life of the party, because it's consumed my life. So I watch a TV show called Vanderpump Rules. I have been watching this TV show for 10 years. It started (laughs) in 2013 off the back of this fabulous lady called Lisa Vanderpump who is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. And she owns multiple restaurants and bars. um, And this particular bar, Sir, is in L.A., and she basically went to Bravo after a few seasons of Beverly Hills and was like, hey... I have a show for you. The staff at my restaurant 
are crazy. They date each other. They cheat on each other. Like, this is insane. You need to start filming it. And the first, like, five seasons of Vanderpump Rules is, like, golden television. Like, these people are narcissists. They are idiots. They're young. They party so hard. And they just all hook up with each other. It's as if nobody else in the entire world exists except the, like, 20 people in this universe. So basically, over the weekend, it was revealed that one of the characters that's been on the show from the beginning has been having a nine-month-long affair with another character. So, I need to break this down. And you interrupt if it's not making sense because I, I want people to understand this. So and when you say character, these are real this people. This is real life. It's reality, yeah. yeah. So there's two Toms, right? There's Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. Both mm. Toms have been on the show for its entire duration. Tom Sandoval has been in a relationship with a gorgeous female lady, amazing person called Ariana. They have been together for nine years. They're not married, but they live together. They own a house together. And he previously to Ariana, like nine years ago, was dating Kristen, who was another founding member of the show. He actually made out with Ariana like drunkenly, um, while him and Kristen were still together, but nothing else happened. There's another Tom, Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz has been married to Katie. They recently got divorced, but they were together for 14 years, I think. Their relationship has been like a series of turmoil. They, He's just like a little bit of a goofy idiot. Like he, she... He could never be the man that she needed him to be. He would always choose the boys. He would. He hooked up with girls like here and there. He could never commit and be the man. That's such a gross thing to say. I've, but like to be the person, not be the man, be the person that Katie needed him to be. So Tom and Tom are co-owners of a bar with Lisa called Tom Tom. And they also recently opened a bar called Schwartz and Sandy's with this other um, partner like a random hospital guy. Enter Raquel. So Raquel was dating James, sorry, DJ James Kennedy, who has been, who used to date Kristen. So they were together. They were engaged. Tom Sandoval paid for like their whole engagement, like Bonanza. So Raquel over the last few months, or I guess the last year has, and I must say that the show has started airing, so it started about four weeks ago, um, and there was basically all these rumours online that Tom Schwartz hooked up with Raquel, and then Raquel's been like, yeah, I'm kind of into him, I've got a crush on him, but she is friends with his ex-wife Katie, so she's and openly saying it to Katie's face, and everyone's been like, this is weird, they hooked up at a wedding, like passed at a wedding, And from what we're seeing on the show right now, everyone's really confused as to why she would be out for dinner with her friend and saying that she wants to make out with her ex-husband. Like, it's very bizarre. Mm. On Saturday, it is revealed that Tom Sandoval and Raquel 
have been having an affair for seven months behind Ariana's back. Tom Schwartz is just some weird, who's best friends with Tom Sandoval, some weird decoy, some weird like in-between thing. We don't know how long Schwartz has known about it, if this was like a planned thing to like throw people off the scent. Apparently they're in love. They have matching light light bulb necklaces to remind each other that they love each other. They spent Christmas together. I thought you were going to say tattoos. Oh, no, no, necklaces. They had Christmas together. And Ariana and Raquel are friends. Like, she was interviewed two days ago, like, two days before the affair came out, being like, she's one of my best friends, she's been there for me. Meanwhile... When Ariana's out of town, she's hooking up with her boyfriend in her bed. It is insane. Like, the amount of shit that's coming out. Apparently, they went out. um, uh, Oh, I've got to tell you how it all came out. So, apparently, they, like, went out and were going on dates wearing disguises. So, how it all came out was Tom Sandoval is, like, an ego. I've never really liked him. He's, like, ego. He doesn't seem real. But he is in this, like, cover band called Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. And they were playing a gig. And apparently he dropped his phone or something. Ariana was in the crowd at the gig. She picked it up because she was worried someone was going to, like, step on it or something. And she just happened to, like, scroll. Okay, none of this is, like... It's mainly confirmed, but it's not like hasn't come out of her mouth. She started to scroll and saw a screen recording of them having some FaceTime fun together. And then the whole thing blew up. Meanwhile, Raquel had been on Watch What Happens Live that night in New York. And talking about, oh my God, it's honestly, it's crazy. Like, if you... I have been considering you need a new show, you want something like dodge like trashy to watch. Start Vanderpump Rules from season one, get up to season five, maybe skip a couple and then restart it this season because that the cameras are up. They are adding to the season right now because of all of this drama. And wow. it's just disgusting that someone could do that to their friend. And that someone could do that to their partner. It's very keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And, like, what's going to happen? Like, are they going to come to the reunion? Hasn't been filmed yet. So are they going to come to the reunion, like, holding hands, being like, we're in love? Can the show go on? The show has been a show about a friend group historically for 10 years. Like, this will absolutely split off the friend group. Someone is going to have to not be in this friend group now. Well... Is there an option where everything is just fine and they're not together anymore and all is forgiven? Even though it was like dirty dog behavior. I don't Is think it like. So. Okay, cool. I Makes don't. Sense. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Based on not like me. the way that the cast have been all reacting on social media, I don't think so. Wow. I was waiting for this if, moment. If you are invested in this. You need to go to comments by celebs that have posted an emergency episode and they just, like, really get into it. It's, like, insane. Like, I, I, I sometimes I'm like, I cannot, I actually cannot believe this is real. 
Because the way that she was parading around about Tom Schwartz and all blushy, oh, I've got a crush. And the whole time, like, maybe she did have a crush. I don't know. No. Tom Schwartz obviously knew and was decoy. Obviously. Or if they're besties, she, right? Yeah. But then why would he do that to Katie? Like, he would know that would fuck Katie off so hard by pretending to be into Raquel. I think what happened was Raquel kind of had a crush on Schwartz, she was hanging out with both the Toms and like she kind of pursued that. But in the meantime, something started happening with Tom Sandoval and they, the Schwartz thing must like kind of fizzle out. Cause I, Tom Schwartz is a dummy, but I don't think he, I really want to believe that he wouldn't cover up for Tom Sandoval. The most funny part of this is one of the podcasts that I've listened to for ages. He, Danny Pellegrino, he wrote a cocktail book with Tom and Ariana like two years ago, I think. And he was, he did like an emergency episode and he like basically outed the fact that Tom Sandoval has been lying about his age and he says he's 39, but he's like, uh, he's not, he's like 43, which I just found so hilarious. So yeah, I'm exhausted, but... Watch the space. This will be ongoing chat here at Kick On Spot. Just oh my so god, you know. I cannot wait. Yeah. So if you want to be involved and um, really understand what Steph is talking about, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Get into it. Yeah. Yeah. You've only got ten years to catch up on. That's fine. It's so easy to catch up on ten years on a lonely Saturday night. Totally. <laughs> well. This takes us into our peak too soon. Um, I wanted to say that my peak too soon really flows off of wanting to do something but feeling like you don't have time, Mm -hmm. being busy. So on last week's podcast, while I was editing, there was a moment where you, Steph, (laughs) you were like, I'm just so busy. And you got like really about saying the word busy. Like you could feel it coming out of your mouth and you were just like, oh, this is not something that I feel connected to. Exactly. So after that, I literally Googled like other ways to talk about being busy without saying you're busy. Okay. Because being busy is a peak too soon. Like, everyone's busy all the time. How are you going? Oh, I'm so busy. Like, it's boring. And I feel the same. I do feel the same. If Was that what you were feeling in that moment? That's just what I got from the tone. Definitely. That and, like, the... Um, I don't know if shame is the right word, but, like, the... Knowing that it's my own fault that I'm busy and that I always do this to myself. And I always say, it's okay because in a week you won't have plans. And then all of a sudden you're like, should we do this? And it's like, I fucking did this to myself. Mm. But being busy is like social currency. Like being able to tell someone that you've got like something going on every single second of your life makes Mm. makes other people think that like oh they've really got this shit sorted like they are they are thriving you know Mm, like in today's society being someone who is stacked is considered a success yeah that is strange isn't it 
What did you discover? It's capitalism. So I discovered that instead of saying, telling people you're so busy, you can just talk about how full your life is and kind of like switch it to be something more positive instead of uh, a negative. Mm -hmm. And when you think about having a full life, And even saying, like, I have a full life, it makes you feel more grateful for all the things that you are filling it with. Ooh, I like that. My life is so full. Yeah, I think there just needs to be a perspective change because our lives aren't getting any less busy. I know, that's the thing I'm struggling with. I think what... I need, and I will use that. Thank you for that. That's very helpful. Maybe I need to reframe the way I think about my downtime. Because to me, like, downtime would be, like, to really relax would be, like, being by myself, like, in a quiet room and just, like, I don't know, maybe watching TV or reading or whatever. But that's not something that I do ever, really. Because I have you? a busy household and all that kind mm. of stuff. So there, Mel Robbins actually just released a podcast <laughs> called um, Start Putting Yourself First, uh, like how to say no without guilt or drama, mm. which I found really, found like very, very, very interesting. Okay. And maybe that's something that you could look into listening to just to like change your perspective on... Yeah, because I also, (laughs) I like got roped into helping this Polish woman on Sunday, like carry sausages up the, you know how the green room for Newtown Festival is in like the, have you been in that Polish society like building? I, oh, because I worked last year. I was like, why have I been there before? Um, And like this Polish lady, like it's, she was just like, all right, here you go, help me. And I was supposed to be on stage in like five minutes and I helped her and I should have said no, but I couldn't. Yeah. But honestly, I got railroaded into it. Like there was no way of saying no. Like she did not give me a choice, but it was insane. I was like, I can't believe I did that and I can't believe I didn't say no. I know. The thing about that in hindsight is that you always have a choice to say no. Totally. Totally. Um, my life at uh, peak too soon, I should say. Um, very quickly. And to be honest, this was just written down out of a real gut reaction. Which was um, Charlotte Tilbury announced at the end of last week that Bella Hadid was the new face of her brand or like the campaign. And I just felt really icky about it for some reason. I don't know. Like, I just kind of... I'm a Charlotte Tilbury girly. I get the... Like, I get how amazing it is to have Bella Hadid as the face of your brand. But I just was like, oh, really? Let's say the mantra. 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that that we hate. hate. Now, in honor of what people have deemed the scandal, I am going to be adding... I love people. I just love them. (laughs) It's genius. People are the smartest (laughs) things in the world. Like, oh my goodness. If a gay man didn't, like 
coined that phrase, I'll be shocked. They did, I'm sure. Um, I'm going to be adding Case of the X by Maya to the playlist. What is it that she wants? What is it that she needs? Hear about the turn of turn of you just cover me. It is cover me. Have no mutual friends. Is it? Is it I don't know. Yeah. And I will be adding uh, in honor of Shania Twain, but it also kind of fits the whole theme. That don't impress me much. Uh, 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 so yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. the Heim cover of that song. Never, I know. Incredible. I rewatched the um, Bejeweled music video the other day. I was thinking about that video this morning as I walked. It's actually work. incredible. It's so incredible. Oh, because they're in it, Heim. Yes. Amazing. Ugly Stepsisters. No, are they Ugly, ugly Stepsisters? Wicked Stepsisters. Mm. Hey, we yeah. didn't talk about this, but um, Roald Dahl, like how they're reframing some of the narratives and taking all the words out, like fat and like ugly and all that kind of stuff from his writing. So what are we calling the BFG? Big oh, friendly, friendly Giant. isn't it? It's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Big fat giants. <laughs> that's good, I guess. It's Yeah. It's interesting. It's a bit that's a very interesting topic that I would um love to hear someone discuss on a fifteen second TikTok. Hey, tell us what's Happening on Sunday. So if you are in Auckland this Sunday, Big Gay Out is happening. And I may be performing a few songs around 2 o'clock if you are there. I would love to come and dance with you. Is it just one stage? I actually have never been. So I assume it's just one stage. but Mm. um, And like stalls and things like that, eh? Yeah, and food, and I think you can just, like, rock up and, like, bring your blankets and, like, just do whatever. It's just a party in the park. Yeah, fully. So that's happening this Sunday. Please come down. Big gay out. Like, why would you not? Oh, exactly. Yeah. And follow us at Kick On's Pod. Yeah, have the most incredible week. Um, Good luck catching up on 10 years of Vanderbump Rules with me. Yeah, and get into the census. Can't wait to hear oh, your thoughts. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Don't get charged and prosecuted. If you do get charged and prosecuted, like, let us know. Oh, though. yeah, I'm very yeah. interested in that. Okay. Bye. Bye.